You're listening to the. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what? The what? Hello and welcome back to the Specky and Paul Talk Detailing Podcast. We are the cold and flu of the UK detailing community. This is season four, episode one, back with a bang because you just know it had to happen. It's been a while, but we're here. Yes, my name is Specky McSporran, world famous Specky McSporran, and I'm joined as usual by my good friend, co-host and locally famous Mr. Paul Dolden. Yes, I'm back from the old people's retirement home <laughs> after a long break uh, in between the new year. And uh, where are we now? What, are we, uh, what, uh, what June? <laughs> it's got to be, isn't it? It Thanks. feels like it. Thanks for that. Cheers. <laughs> yeah, right. okay. No, we had a slightly extended break. We're back, baby. Um, yes, it's it's been a while. There's been a lot going on. Lots of messages have been coming in about the podcast. So here's yep. what's been happening uh, end of last year, I had depression. Yay, great fun. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> it was, you know, I Happy needed a break. Happy here again. <laughs> <laughs> I needed a break from things, which was great. So I haven't made any video content. I haven't made any podcast content. I needed a chance to break. Plus the fact that we were going to be moving house. So that has all happened. I am now recording in the living room of my new house. We're here. We're finally set up. It's taken a while to get everything done here. So um, before we go any further, I want mm. to give a bunch of thank yous because over the period of time the, between the end of last year and now, uh, I've had quite a lot of people sending in messages, basically checking in with me. Lots of people have been checking in with me, just dropping a message once a day, once a week, whatever, saying, hey, I'm here again, just checking how you're doing. Not, so, not just to you either. I'll be I, getting them. I, which I'll is be, amazing. I'll, yeah, I've been getting them on my channel, you know, because those of you could be bothered to make YouTube videos, you know, <laughs> like myself. Um, no hard feelings. Um, Thanks. You know, I've been getting comments saying, uh, where's the podcast? Where's Becky? Is he, is he okay? And, yeah. you know, we, we love this because it just means that the community is out there. It's still out there. It's thriving. And we adore everyone that's been sending us messages. We do apologise, but life just gets in the way sometimes. It does. It does. So I'm just going to read out a bunch of names um, because I wrote down some names from people who have been checking in with me. I just want to say a massive thanks to people like Chris McDonald, Colin Chalky Dardo, Chris Walsh, TaylorMade Detailing, Lee Harrison at Gloss JDM, Steve Gorman, Ryan at RPM Valeting Detailing, uh, Paul Quickmire, Martin, the uh, obsessive car detailer, Aaron, the detailer, Amari Conlon, Matt Barker, uh, Ben Ultravaluting, uh, we've got Don Moody, uh, sorry, Don Moody, Bromage Details, Rab Summers, also good friends, Matt Reynolds, Adrian the Solar Powered Hamster, Darren the Hairy Housewife, Paul Watson, Maz Garage Therapy, Saviki, Steve Geeky Details, and quite obviously Paul Dolden, because all of you guys, um, especially Paul, have been incredible at just keeping in touch with me and checking in on me and giving me someone to to chat to and, and, and letting me know that somebody cares. It's been phenomenal. Um, as you can probably tell now by, by how I sound, I am fully on the antidepressants and they are 
going like the clappers and <laughs> I actually had a, a chat on the phone on my way home tonight with our good friend Steve Geeky Details um, had a good conversation with him and he said to me do you know what he says since the last time I talked to you you sound completely different you sound like I've got my old mate back again um, and it was really really great to have a good catch up with him and, and it felt like the conversations we used to have all the time so um, thanks yeah. to everyone for getting in touch. Uh, thanks for all your messages, all of your support, all of your well wishes and everything. It, it meant a lot to me. It really does. Um, and so, yeah, I'm back and I'm hoping to make sure that I can repay some of this to you guys with some good content. Well, it would be nice to see you back on the screens. Um, I mean, obviously we're back uh, firing all four cylinders now. We're doing a podcast again, which is superb. Obviously, because the logistics, because you've been moving, I've just had a little video chat with you and mm -hmm. uh, seen you be behind, literally behind the Iron Curtain. <laughs> or is it, well, it's, 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 the, it's the green curtain, the, the Wizard of Oz curtain. Yeah, the Wizard of Oz curtain, which is, that's the new nickname for it. And uh, we know you've had loads of things going on, but we are back now. So let's just get on with the show, because I know we've got, I think we're going to have a little bit of news. Um, yeah. Talk, you know, detail-related news and car news. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to go into the, the main topic of the conversation in this week's show. Yes. So do you want to kick the news off first? Have you got okay. any topical stuff? Well, I've got some detailing-related stuff, which is kind of why well, I'm here, isn't have it? You? <laughs> um, so I mentioned this last year when we talked about uh, SEMA, when there were some products launched at SEMA. So now they have actually made their way out into the hands of people. Uh, Rupes launched their LHR range, the 15 and 21 millimeter cordless polishers. Um, they're steep. I mean, they're they're not cheap. The, the full no, kit I, I is expect, like 750 quid. Wow, that's a, that's a lot of... That's, yeah. a, that's a wedge, that'll choke a donkey. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of money, but Steve Geeky Details, I was talking to him about it. He's got one. He's been trying it out. Um, he hasn't done it, given it a full test, but he will be reviewing it at some point soon. He Good. says it's a very impressive piece of kit. Um, I think it is for 700 or quid. <laughs> yeah. So it's meant to be the, the whole idea is similar to the hybrid uh, smaller range where the charge time is faster than the usage time so that once you take a battery off and charge it up, it'll be finished charging before the battery you're using has depleted so you'll never have yeah, to I mean, wait that, that's for those of people that are listening to this the driveway details and hobbyists out there they're probably going to thinking i really don't care you know but for <laughs> someone who's making for someone who's got a car on the ramp where there's got to be finished for a customer it matters time is money and this is why you pay the premium and you pay for the you know the efficiency of machines and durability because time is money and there's no point in buying cheap stuff that doesn't last because you're not going to make any money, are you? So no. we can appreciate where the costs, you know, come in, but that is quite steep. <laughs> it's it's yes. a lot of money. It's, it's definitely mm. for the professionals or the prosumers yeah. for, for sure. Um, also, apparently Alien Magic have released a two-year ceramic coating, which is sprayable. And I thought, Ooh, that's interesting. Oh, this is, this is mm. interesting. This, this yeah. reminds me of uh, the Infinity Wax Synergy Light which is a sprayable mm -hmm. one-year coating. Um, now, I know, I know someone, I'm not going to mention them, but there is a friend of ours who is dead set against anything sprayable like that because when I went to use the, uh, the Synergy Light on a video, he said to me beforehand, for God's sake, do yourself a favor, get some breathing protection because at the end of the day, 
What is a ceramic coating product? It's it's something which hardens. Do you want to be breathing that into your lungs? You know, what yeah, kind of it's damage? It's effectively liquid glass. Yeah, it is. Yeah, essentially. Mm. So he said, get something to, to wear to protect your lungs. So what did I do? Completely forgot about it <laughs> and filmed the video anyway <laughs> without right. any breathing protection. Right, a, Star, a Star Wars t-shirt and some flip-flops. <laughs> the, the height of P- Almost. The, Almost. The the height of PPE. Oh, yes, yes, that was it. I was using uh, a picture of Boba Fett to protect me. That's what it was. <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah, I was oh, like, I, I was speaking to Steve about this. And I said, sprayable two-year coating, is that going to work? Well, I mean, at the end of the day, any coating is technically sprayable if you put it into a spray bottle. Um, yeah, you know, absolutely. Yeah. So do yeah. you need to drip it onto an applicator? Well, you know, mm. technically no. Um, but I would say if you're going to buy any kind of sprayable product and like that, which has silicates which are going to be hardening, yeah, do, to follow yeah, that get, advice, definitely yeah. get something to protect your lungs. Yeah, get a, um, get a so mask on. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, Built Hamber have been kind of m- making some of the, the airwaves again regarding a couple of their products. They had uh, Traceless, which is their glass cleaner. And a lot of people are are raving about this, supposedly due to the surfactants in it being cationic, which essentially means it's designed to stick to the glass. Uh, Geeky Steve has been using it and he's been raving about it. Now, we had Steve on the podcast before and he was complaining about glass cleaners, you know, basically saying how they're all the bloody same. There's no real difference between them. Well, he's now eating his words, he says, because he's very impressed with that glass cleaner he would say it's one of the best ones he's ever used um and that's a big deal to us because we do listen to everything steve says um so yeah i'm interested to try that one out if if it's as good as my favorites Mm. um my favorites currently are garage therapy glass cleaner and also stoner's invisible glass what about you i tend to use you're gonna laugh. You're gonna laugh at this. I've got two actually. Well, vinegar and an old pair of pants. Nope. Uh, <laughs> I've stopped using those because the label kept getting caught in the door jams. Um, yes, and you're fed up of seeing a map of Wales on the front. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, left streaks. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> brown, brown ones across the window. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've got three. I actually use Turtle Wax, one of them, because I've got a five liters of oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah. I mm-hmm. use. I've run out of GT stuff. Um, I've got Power Maxed. Still got some of that oh, left. Oh, I remember the Power Maxed, yeah. Um, and the other one, which I generally use the most of, is Glaco De Cleaner Soft 99 because it has the water repellency in it. And I use yes. that a lot because it's a cleaner and it's a coating as, at the same time. It's very yeah. similar to Auto Glance's Vision, which has been out for uh, many, many moons. Uh, but yeah, that's what I tend to use. I know what Steve means. They're pretty much alcohol-based um, maybe a bit, of, a bit of vinegar in there, I'm not too sure, but alcohol-based cleaners with dye in it, essentially, and a little bit of perfume. Yeah, yeah. Um, And that's all they are. Um, but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about that. I am finally this year going to get my hands on the... Um, oh, what's that company? I've never, it never gets mentioned in my videos. Oh, what is it? Um, that's it, Bill Hambler, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it doesn't ever get mentioned in your videos, though. It's <laughs> <laughs> only, only every single one. Um, yeah, thank you. Um, so yeah, I'm going to get my hands on some stuff because I 
you know, I'm sick and tired of not making that video, that inverted commas video. Um, Do you know what? I'm the same. I'm the same. I'm going to be using Built Hamber this year properly on some mm. videos and check it out. I was actually testing Built Hamber today uh, because I was using Touchless. Uh, now, yes, I saw, has been I saw out this for on your socials. Yes. yes, right. So, mm. so it's been out for a while, and it was one of the first to the market which was using um, sugar-based surfactants. Um, so, you know, the, the cleaning uh, things same in there. It's, it's, same as GT, exactly. Yes, they've both gone down that route. So, mm -hmm. I think Built Hamber were the first one to to come to market with this. I think I may be wrong, but I'm pretty sure. Um, so, Touchless was their thing. It's not touchless. It's touchless. They're, they're very specific about that the, the, on the packaging. It's touchless, meaning you're not completely touchlessly washing your vehicle, but you're touching it a lot less because there's hardly anything left to use. So I tried the old version of touchless, the original version. I had bought five litres some time ago, and I right. used that today on the back of my minibus. Yeah. Uh, in fact, on the whole minibus, but I only filmed the back of it. I'll tell you something. I found it very impressive, and I was talking to Steve. It, it did about look that. impressive. I saw your feed. I did actually watch. Yeah, it, it worked really well. Now I didn't pre-rinse the bus. I just mixed it up four percent in a pump sprayer and mm. doused the bus, and that was it. So it just it went straight onto the dirt, onto a dry bus with all the dirt there. Uh, and I'll tell you what, it left hardly anything. I mean, I did a finger swipe at the end, although it didn't come that clear on the video it probably looked like it was completely clean there was the faintest of lines that i could barely see with the naked eye so really really impressive just at four percent in a pump sprayer it's and good. steve has been using it he says it, uh, through a foam lance it's one of the few foaming cleaners that goes through a foam lance that actually properly cleans and he said the only ones he knows of at the moment so far is pretty much that and garage therapy zero yeah it's good considering that vehicle you're using it on is fairly porous like because that's isn't that yeah. the back of that it's not got a clear coat on is it it's not no it's like a gel coat like the kind of mm. thing it's on fiberglass yeah. you know so it's like what you would get on boats and things like that yeah so it's so, I, I did say it's very very impressive yeah yeah, yeah i mean it, it is fantastic i was very impressed me and my, my colleague stuart today we were we were both washing both of our buses together at the same time and um, and I really noticed the difference there. Something that was that effective. At the end of the day, effective is good. So anyway, the, the reason that this was in the news is because Touchless has been revamped, and they have uh, Built Hamber have decided that the concentration or the um, the dilutability could be better. So they've upped the concentration to allow it to be used now at. 2% instead of 4%, which means you need less product per use, um, mm. and that is a big yeah. deal in itself. So that's going to go towards the, the value for money side of things, as long as the price doesn't go up. And I haven't, I haven't really been looking into the prices, but if the price doesn't change, we've just basically got a bunch of extra free product. Mm, it means they're good. shipping it with less water. It means Exciting. it's more dilutable and more flexible. So that's really big news from the detailing side. I'm all for that. Definitely. Um, I also got a message um, from uh, one of our followers here, Jack Mason. He sent me a message here, uh, and I wanted to read this one out because uh, I thought this was quite good. Uh, so I posted a thing on Instagram earlier today saying, look, we're recording tonight, and we're, we're going to be talking about some stuff. Uh, give us any stories you've got or things like that, any kind of news that's worth talking about. Uh, he said, uh, fantastic to see you guys return. I hope the house move went well and you're both keeping well also. 
Nothing new for me in terms of car care, but perhaps a story. Back in August, I got married, and combinations of the hosepipe ban and the preparations for the wedding, regrettably, I opted to take my car to the scratch and dash. No. I was <laughs> I was grinding my teeth throughout the whole experience and didn't even give them a chance to dry it as I witnessed the horror that is the chamois being ripped from car to car and then dipped into a barrel of water in between. I raced home, quick detailed the entire car and mopped up the watermarks. However, since then, I have spotted that the paint has failed on the bonnet of my car and looks as if someone has hit it with a Brillo pad, not me. Oh, no. I wonder if perhaps a mixture of the TFR and a hot engine, therefore a warm bonnet, has compromised the clear coat and damaged the paint. A costly lesson, as I will now have to fork out for a respray. Although wow. he then comes back to say, on a brighter news, uh, I have recently bodged some office chair wheels to my pet blower and now I am mobile. A true MacGyver moment even though it might look a bit shit. <laughs> and he basically sent me a picture of how he's like got some wood and some office caster wheels on the bottom of his car blower. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well done Jack. Well done. But yeah, the scratch and shine. Yeah. Do you think the TFR could have really done that much to his bonnet uh, it, it depends how what the dilution rates are uh, we'll come on to a bit of news from me i mean we haven't done my news yet but very very quick today um i was using tfr mm. it's what it's a blast from the past this one is i had some of these years ago gunk do you remember this <gasps> uh the green well the green or the red one yeah highly yeah. highly, highly yeah, yeah i know them. it was, it was yeah. always in a motor factors it was always yes. next to the, the, the air freshers that nobody ever bought um, it's that stuff. And I was given this by, <laughs> bless him, uh, Paul uh, Detailing Reviews. Paul Watson, yes. Paul, Paul What's Watson, up, Paul? Yeah, big shout out to Paul. And more about news with Paul in a minute. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I, I put it in a pump spray and very, very effective stuff. Um, we always moan about TFR saying, don't use these, don't use that. You know, it's non-caustic. Just don't go overboard on it. It's very, very good. It strips everything off your car. I'm going to put protection back on the car, which I did today. And, uh, yeah, it was nice to get and clean my car again in my own time without any cameras. So, yeah, that's what I was doing today. But, yeah, I do have lots of news. But carry on, son. Yeah, no, I had actually somebody message the other day. Now, who was it? It's it's lost on me. Someone messaged and basically said, oh, it was Lee, actually. Lee at Gloss JDM. And he said, I'm, I'm kind of suffering a little bit right now. He says, it's not depression, but... I'm just not interested in consuming other people's content and I'm not really interested in making any content right now. And I said, mate, welcome to our world. When you when you live it so much, when you do it on your day-to-day, -day, and I mean, he's a, a detailer. He's a properly good detailer. Um, but, you know, when you live it day-to-day, -day, can you be bothered with it? I mean, how often do you weld a track, Paul, and then come home and want to regale Samantha the stories of your, your, your welding a switchblade? You know what I mean? It, yeah, you don't never. really do. I, only, I, I literally, the only conversations I have about work is to moan about work or, or tell some of the something that's funny that's happened at work. But other yeah. than that, I'm not going to go, wow, you should see the beads I laid down tonight. <laughs> oh, you should see the angle of my grinder. Oh, unbelievable. You know, is I, that what you I, call it? Do you call it beads, by the way? Welding beads. Yeah, do you call, not, is it? Not, not love beads. That's something else. Um, I didn't say love beads. Fuck. Jesus, and, okay, right, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, and not not beep, not beep beads that go somewhere else. No, no, no. Um, oh God, it's all gone south. Anyway, welcome so back 
2024 <laughs> is off with a bang. <laughs> yeah. yeah, literally. Um, no, they're they're oh, welding. Jesus. They're welding beads. That's what they're called. If you're doing arc welding, which is one of the, the skills I. Do you mean have. bead as in like laying something in between two pieces of metal, or do you mean bead as in like a little blob? No, it's actually it's it's, it's they call them stringer beads. So when you when you lay a bead of this is going to get worse. I can tell. No, it's not. <laughs> How dare you? I've changed. I'm a changed man. Um, <laughs> believe that, and you'll believe anything. <laughs> exactly. No, they're they're called. Let's just not talk about work anyway. Yeah, they're called beads. <laughs> anyway, hey Paul, do you like talking about work? <laughs> no. Let's talk about work in the podcast. <laughs> Let's not talk about work at all. Let's put that one to bed. Oh, jeez. Right. Okay. okay. So, can I get on with my news now? Are you still musing? Uh, Are you still musing? I- I don't know. I'm just checking. I've had some. I've had some more messages uh, coming in here. Really? Um, Carl Hampson has literally just messaged saying, "Happy days. Glad to have you back. Hope the move oh. hasn't been too stressful and things yes. are improving for you." Thank you, Carl. Appreciate that. Um, Chris McDonald is already in it. I I said we're coming back today, and he sent a message to both me and to the joint account, simply saying, "Yes, yes, yes, yes." Oh, did I say yes? Yes, 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 yes. He's super I've happy about the just podcast had one being back. From- I've just had one from Everyday Detailing, uh, Phil, bless him. Oh, Phil. Um, Thank and, you, Phil. And Phil is back on YouTube, by the way. Actually, um, Phil did message me a few times while I was off as well. I really love he listening He's supposed to, to be a guest in 2024, He I will believe. be a guest. We, yeah. We're going to have him I can't sure. wait to get Phil on. Yeah. Yeah. Very Phil, stuff. prepare yourself. You are coming. To, I mean, uh, you're going to join us, Steady. <laughs> Easy, Tiger. Right. Um, <laughs> news, go on. Your news. Come on. Well, I am going to start this off with some bad news, and I think you. No, 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 no. We don't accept. Bad. We don't take bad wow. news on this podcast. Well, it could be. Well, it could be good news for the ladies' toilets, um, and any anybody's <laughs> female really um, who's going to wax stock, and bad news for everyone else. Ah, right. Okay, okay. Got you. Carry on. <laughs> so sadly, I know where you're going with this now. Yes, sadly, um, I will not be attending Waxstock 2024, um, and the reasons Outrage! are... Outrage! Outrage! Everybody outright. appeal this! <laughs> and the reason is, I'm going to Wales, um, and I didn't realise this, and we booked the holiday way in advance, which we always do when we come back from Wales, we rebook it straight away, and then looked on the calendar, booked up Waxstock when I went in to uh, work after Christmas... And then my boss turned around and said, hang on a minute, you've already booked this. And I was thinking, well, why have I already booked it? And then I looked at the calendar and, hey, presto, we are away the actual morning of Waxstock. We will be driving down to Wales. And I do apologise to everybody. I apologise to Dodo Juice. I've spoken to PJ. I've spoken to Dom. We've got a WhatsApp group going. And um, I will still be fully supporting Waxstock. Even though I won't be there, I will be supporting it throughout the year dropping um, hints about Waxstock, and we're trying to promote it as much as possible on the podcast. So apologies for that. However, the good news is, um, if you can call this good news, I'm back on YouTube after a little bit of a break. Um, I've been quite ill. Um, Samantha was ill. I mentioned this in a video. You wouldn't know this because you don't watch my videos. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's just get out. Let's be honest. Um, so. How very dare you speak the truth, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. Um, so, and if you do like and see your nose growing. So, yeah. I, <laughs> even, these, like, even these glasses. Even, even that thick curtain as well. Oof. So, yeah, I'm back on YouTube and... Um, this is quite funny, this. So I decided to do the Mini, which has been done before, the, the Fast Mini, but it had a, 
six months in between me doing it last time. Mm-hmm. And this resulted, if you haven't seen the video, you probably have by now, this resulted in a catastrophic amount of fallout on the car. It was horrendous. Um, and it's got quite a lot of views, this video, and I'm really, really chuffed. And people have been, been subscribing more, and it's been really, really good. But the one thing which was mentioned in the video is the fact that Paul Watson turned up. Now, I didn't know Paul was coming round, and he turned up. He goes, oh, you're filming. I was like, yeah, don't worry about that. And he bought a bunch of 3D car care products, which are very, very good. The ones I've used so far, they're good products, and I was very, very grateful for it. Anyway, one of the comments in the video was, for God's sake, Paul, why don't you just clean a car on your own? So basically, he he was saying that I'm Yeah, Paul, stop being lazy. (laughs) Yeah, like lazy. So my reply was, out of 279 videos, I think I deserve a break. So, you know. I think that's fair. 279 videos. Yeah, 279 uploads now. Wow. I really need to catch up. But, yeah, that was was my my way back into um, YouTube land and doing cars again. And... We will talk about the other stuff during the, uh, the podcast um, about more cars, which have been going on the next part of what we're going to be talking about. But yeah, I'm, I'm back doing what I love and I will be back this Friday. We're recording this on a Tuesday evening. Um, this Friday, me and Mr. Paul Watson will be traveling to a place called Framlingham and Framlingham, if you don't know where that is, it's where Ed Sheeran lives. And um, we've got four Mazda MX-5s to do. I think while you're there, you should chap on Ed Sheeran's door and then deliver him a very special message from me. Please punch him in the face because I can't stand him. I'm sorry. I just can't stand his songs. I think he's, I think he's like, um, he's like the equivalent of Adele, you know, and there's a, there's a category. Yeah, but Adele's good. No, no, hang on. No, no. When somebody's that popular and that good, you're like, you're either in that camp or you're not. You're either, are you an Adele fan? No, thank you. I like being happy. I don't like that. <laughs> are you someone that is, you know, you like licking tree bark and having picnics, <laughs> you know, eating, you know, free-range scotch eggs in the park, you know, and being super happy. What's a, what's walking a around with scotch egg? Quite expensive, they are. <laughs> Especially in a co-op. <laughs> you know, and you whistle along and everyone's happy. You, that's the Ed Sheeran camp. And then there's another camp here. This is interesting, this. And this is the Coldplay camp. Now, I happen to like music, the musical stuff, the end of the guitar and everything yeah. else. I think they're an amazing band live. Yeah. But if you start playing some of their albums, you become a bit more... Back to Adele, you know, where's the paracetamol? Well, vegan. Where's the, where, no, where's the bleach? I'm going to end it all. It gets a bit sad. You know what uh, I mean? Some it of just, it is. Some of it is. Yeah, okay. I yeah, agree, it, agree it, with you. Yeah, can yeah. O- you can get o- over Coldplay. You know, you can play okay. too much Coldplay. But, you know, astonishing band. But I know what you mean. I tried to listen to a bit of Ed Sheeran. Once I knew he wasn't coming on Friday, I thought, you know what? I'm not buying your music. If you can't be asked to come and give me a hand to clean these cars, <laughs> I don't care if you don't need the money. I do. So Just, no. you know, attach some uh, wash mitts to the back of his guitar and let him rub that across the car or something, you know? Yeah. No, I I just, I get fed up with Ed Sheeran because I just hear him all the time. He just, his music is everywhere all the time. Um, my kids 
love listening to Ed Sheeran. They love singing along to Ed Sheeran. And I'm just like, can we just not? I mean, we have a rule in the car when we're driving anywhere, especially like into Aberdeen. It's a long drive. Um, the radio sucks. So instead, usually Natalie will uh, bring up YouTube on her phone. We'll pipe it through the car stereo and we go around the car. One person at a time gets to pick a song to play. So everyone gets a turn to pick a song. And invariably, when it comes to the kids, it's an Ed Sheeran song. And I'm just like, no, I, I put it, I literally made it a rule and said, you can have anything you like as long as it's not Ed Sheeran. So they have to pick other weird and random, wonderful or terrible things. Um, you know, and then I get to put on my stuff and then it goes to them again. So yeah, there's a rule. No Ed Sheeran mm. in my car. I'm sorry, I just can't, I can't stand him. But sorry. if sorry, he comes yeah. on the channel... And he turns out to be a lovely guy. I will take all my words back. You know, <laughs> I, I will literally retract everything. I'm I'm no expert, but I think the chances are quite slim. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> does he not know who you are? Oh wait, no, you're not Matt. That would be a Matt thing to say. Do you know who I am, Matt Reynolds? <laughs> oh God, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's a hit. So, thing. Okay, all right. So that's, uh, that's me. That's me up to date. And you, excellent. Let's get right, okay. on, on the show. Come on. Well, I got one one more piece of news that was sent oh, to me. Sorry. <laughs> I've got one more piece of news that was sent to me, and it's actually quite an interesting one. Oh. Uh, so it was from Quentin at Gloss Fuel. If you remember, Quentin came on to the podcast last year yep. Uh, yep. and joined us. Very, very interesting conversation. So I got this email from him, and uh, he basically said, short version here, Gloss Fuel are one of the sponsors of the first round of the 2024 British Rally Championship. Oh, really? uh, so yeah it's going to be the the legend fires northwest stages rally which is in lancashire, lancashire. uh it's going to have 130 rally cars uh compete in uh, lancashire with several um former british and european champions that are going to be driving there in the wrc2 rally cars um the reason they're doing this is because um quentin and bert from gloss fuel are both uh, passionate about rallying so they've actually Got, they're, they're going to be uh, volunteers for the day of the rallying. Um, and so because of that, they've decided to run a free prize draw. So it doesn't cost you a penny. That's why I, I was happy to read this one out. It won't cost you a thing. It's not sponsored or any of that stuff. They're running a free prize draw if you want two VIP tickets to the the champ rally championship here uh, in Lancashire. Um this is going to be on Saturday, the 23rd of March. Um, so you'll win two VIP tickets and a Gloss Fuel Ultimate bundle of products. Entry to the competition, to the, the prize draw, is completely free. You can either go to the Legends Fires Northwest Stages website, which is www.northweststages.co.uk, or the Gloss Fuel website, glossfuel.com. Um, they basically, they had these two VIP tickets, which they can't use because they are volunteering for the day. So you get to win their tickets, essentially. Um, they've had hundreds of entries already. The prize draw is open until 5 p.m. on the 15th of March. And they say the rally takes place on uh, Saturday, the 23rd in Garstang in Lancashire. Uh, entrants must be over 18 years old at the time of entry and resident in the UK mainland only um so if you want a part if you want to to get a, a chance to win vip tickets and a gloss fuel bundle go ahead and do those things um if you want to watch the rally there's also going to be uh, action apparently is going to be shown on itv4 and itvx and there will be 
some highlight programming following on from that. So um, I just thought that was a nice wee newsworthy story yeah, to drop I'll in tune, there. I'll tune into that because I watch a lot of rally. I know you do like your rally stuff. Yeah. I so do. Mm. there you go. Something interesting. Mm. Anyway, nice right. One. The topic of the podcast. So I know we said we're back with a bang, but there's, there's a lot of things here. One of them I want to talk about here actually is to do with maintenance. And it's not just maintenance washing, but it does have a part to do with it. So it's maintenance in multiple different ways. Mm. And this came from uh, a story of mine, but also a story of yours, Paul. So do you want to yeah. do you want to lead with this one? Yeah, so, so, so it's not maintenance as in change your spark plugs and change your oil and do your brake pads. This yeah. is keeping on top of your investment. Uh, my words to you were um, look after it or lose it. Not yeah, well, it's like or, the yeah. car is like pretty much the second most expensive thing you're ever going to buy mm. in your lifetime, isn't it? Unless you yeah. buy an iPhone. Uh, well, yeah. Um, <laughs> don't just love iPhones. Um, no. So, so this comes from me. I wasn't actually filming this at all. I didn't do any, um, any social on this because I was just too busy. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was a golf, a 77-plate golf, a TDI, black. 77? <laughs> Did you do this in the future? <laughs> you know, is it 77, 71? 67, maybe. I don't or know. 72, or 72. Or 70, I, I that's know, as that, far as we're at, I think. Or 73, that, we're at 73. It was that dirty, I couldn't read it. <laughs> there you go. Ba-boom. Get out of that one quick. The 77 plate love. I don't know what it was. Um, 70 something. So, so what I'm saying is it's fairly new, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so, it's a, mm-hmm. so it's a TDI black. Um, we got a phone call saying, can I do it on uh, on the Friday? Uh, they were going to change the car, you know, chop it in. I thought, oh, not too bad. It's a pre-sale valet, mini detail. Turns yep. up, how wrong was I? So this thing, I haven't put any pictures up on Instagram. I will do at some stage. Um, this was howling. So this essentially is kind of like a farmer's car, if you think about it, because that's the level of filth, lots and lots of caked in dust and grime. Kids have been in the car. Um, it, it turned out to be a lot longer to do the car than I anticipated. So the interior, I suppose in total, the whole car took about six hours just over um, without filming. So you can imagine the level of grime. And I did the car. And they were very, very pleased. And they came and picked it up and they took it away. And I said, okay, you know, good luck tomorrow when you go and trade it in. And they were looking at a, um, a Land Rover Discovery, I believe. Anyway, I spoke to my lovely wife and I said, oh, how did it get on? She goes, oh, I'll not tell you. They're, they're keeping it. She goes, they, make, they, they like it so much, that car, that they're going to keep hold of it. I went, hang on a minute. Yesterday, they were changing it. And she goes, yeah, we didn't realize how bad it was. I'm like, Really? So How this, we- this this was a cracking story when you told me this, when when you had sent me this on a voice message. Mm. I was driving into work and I just thought to myself, that is amazing. They clearly were quite happy to write off the kind of keeping of that car because they didn't want the the, the job, the work of of putting in putting in the, the effort yeah, it, it, to stay on gone, top of it and to keep it clean. It had gone that far... They kind of thought it, it, it was, you know, there's no way back from this. Um, yeah. I did engine bay, all the usual stuff, door shuts. It was pre-soaked with you can, oh geez, the amount of chemicals used on this car just to get it back. The amount of times it was wet, fact, it was steamed. The dirt was so embedded in the carpet, they were steamed and then wet, fact again, drill brushed, and just in 
so many times this thing was vacuumed. And this is a decent vac I've got. It's just a pneumatic uh, vacuum cleaner. I've got the wet and dry from the big boy. Mm-hmm. Um, and everything was done. I even took the spare wheel out and did under that, you know, because I know this car is going to be sold. So I always, I always do everything. If it's good, the car's going up for sale, I'll do the engine bay, the whole lot, dressed it all. And, um, you know, they turned up and she just couldn't believe it. But it wasn't until the next day they were like, it only needs a service. It had four new tyres on it. I took a scratch out of the door and on the front wing, which they didn't ask me to do. I thought, I'd just, you know, it was a, a five, ten minute job. Did that. Yeah. Um, and it did come up well. The car does need a refurb. It's got diamond cut wheels, the same as my Skoda wheels. They're all, VAG wheels are awful. Uh, mm-hmm. Mine are terrible. terrible. Mine are any, I think doing. any car with diamond cut wheels. Diamond cut honestly, wheels are a they scourge. Look, oh, honestly, Speck, they look great when they're new, but now, yeah. I mean, mine have been done already. They need doing again. Uh, but yeah, the upshot of it is, what we're saying is that the, they've, they didn't realize how bad it was. And I was sending her pictures during the day, and I was sending them, and she just said, I'm, I won't say what she said, not on here. <laughs> but she was, but she was like, holy, like yeah. She said, um, I didn't realize how bad it was. I must have been blind. Now, if you're getting in a car every single day of the week and you get in here and you, you know, you spill your coffee and you drop a sausage roll and then you do it on the next day and the next day and the next day and the next day, you, you probably, your eyes are facing forward, they're facing out to the side, you're driving. You're not really looking down on the floor, are you? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Unless, of course, you do what we do. Now, I'm fanatical about being inside a car which is dirty. I hate it. I did the Metro the other day inside and out. I, I just hate dirt in cars. It really winds me up. But if you're one of these people, I, I say to people when they, they turn up, customers, I just say, look, it's a tool. It's a tool at the end of the day. It gets you for work. It takes your kids around. I can't, you know, start having a go at people for having a dirty car because no. not everyone can do what we do and not everyone has the time. Well, do me a favor. Uh, can you tell my Natalie that, please? Because she seems to think that I've got all the time in the world to clean the interior of my car and I just can't be arsed. Well, yeah, I like doing it. So uh, having said that, I did get to the point where I thought I was going to, you know, kill myself. It was just, you know, I mean, phys- physically, I was shot to bits by the end of it. It was it was really particularly bad. So what we're well, saying you is... you well as well. You had a cold and everything, you know. I so. did, yeah. And even Samantha said, she said, you shouldn't be doing that. She said, um, but thanks very much. Where's the cash? Um, <laughs> <laughs> off to bed with you. Um, no, she didn't say that at all. Um, but, you know, I, I No, she just said, give me the cash, and that was it. <laughs> yeah, definitely didn't say off to bed. No, definitely not, not in our house. Um, <laughs> drought period. No, tumble- the, oh, steady. Tumbleweed. Um, what I pointed out to you was that by by doing that work, what did you charge them again? It was 120 quid? Uh, 120 quid, yeah. Yeah. And by doing that work, what you've done is you've probably saved them much more than they paid you to to do that job. Because you, but if you were to not do that job and they didn't get anybody to do it and they just took that car in the state it was in to a dealership or something and said, we want to trade this in, the dealership would have ripped them a new one as far as marking down the the value of the car and what they would expect to get for Absolutely. a trade-in. Because it's huge leverage, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you think about places like we buy in a car, you have a hairline scratch and they're going to be like, oh, that's going to be 400 okay. quid to fix that. No, it's not. It's going to be 20, 30 quid. Shut up. You know, it's just ridiculous. So they're going to take the mick out of you. They're going to take 
anything they can and try and hold it against you. So what you did is by charging them that kind of money, which is not a lot of money at the end of the day, you saved them losing more money on the value of the car overall and what they would have lost through a trade-in. And and so you've you've actually done them a bigger favor. And then obviously you went above and beyond by removing the scratch and things like that as well. That's I mean that's brilliant. It it, it bugged me. I was looking at it after I put some protection laid down some protection on the car. It bugged me. And I I could it was one of those hedge ones, you know, the light ones because yeah, it was a black yeah. black color car and it was it was pretty easy to take out. I mean, where do you stop? I mean, the bumper, the previous the previous owners to them had had gun dogs. They've got gun dogs themselves. And it's the wrong car for the wrong job. They got dogs and had dogs in the back. Um, it just opened the, the, the back up and the parcel shelf had broke and it had multiple very nasty deep scratches in the actual um, top coat of the uh, clear coat on the bumper. So yeah, pretty yeah. much shot. It's going to have to be wet sanded, you know, and that's if you can get them out. You know, you, you can. there's only so far you can go even with heavy compounds. So I wasn't prepared to do that. Um, I just I did the as much as I could chemically and with some protection, and the, the bulk of the work was done on the inside. Now, at the end of all this, I said to him, she turned around, she said, um, I won't leave it so long next time. And she mentioned her husband and said that he already said, look, why don't you do it every month, you know, every six weeks, whatever. And yeah. I said, look, it will save you money. Yeah. I'm not doing myself out of money here. I said, but I would never have charged you that much because that's the extent of the work. If it had been dry vacuum, valid, valid prices, I, I charge anything from 60 quid up, you know, up to 80 quid. Depends on the vehicle and the time. Yeah. Um, not else, anyone else's charges out there, but that's what I charge and I still get the work. So um, I said, in the long run, that's what you need to do. You know, I'm not. In a way, I'm upselling, I suppose. I'm trying to get more work. This is what it's all about. But at the same time, I don't want to be there for six hours, you know, and trying to rectify something which, at the end of the day, could have been prevented in the first place. Yeah. And, you know, and what we mentioned about earlier, going to the scratch and shine, you know, I've I've got a friend of mine at work. That, that um, His dad's got a Honda Civic, and he's got terrible clear coat damage. Previous owner may have done exactly the same thing. I don't know what they're using. I haven't got a clue. It's very, very strong, whatever it is. But yeah, back to the story. If you keep on top of your cars, not to the fanatical level that some of us do and some of our listeners go to, but if you just keep on it, you know, you'll save yourself time, save yourself money in chemicals, and it, it will just preserve the life of the car. I think that's, that's one of the, the biggest parts of it is that staying on top of it with maintenance washes will overall benefit you rather than the kind of... I mean, there are going to be people who just wash their car maybe once or twice a year. But you're giving yourself more work to do. I feel like <laughs> I, I didn't listen to my mother very much when she was around, you know, and, and when I was younger. Um, but everything she told me is true. If you just keep on top of things, they won't spiral out of control. I used to leave my bedroom an absolute tip it was a nightmare, and then when she finally lost her rag and said, no, no, you're going to have to clean this, I had a mountain of work to do, and yeah. I needed to, to do it. And she said, if you had just stayed on top of it and just tidied as you went and things like that, you'd have a lot less to do now. You could be done in five minutes. And the same thing goes for looking after your second largest investment in your lifetime, your car, is that 
if you want more value for your car, keeping it clean and tidy is going to help you in the long run because it's going to stay in a better condition. It's going to be easier for you to work on over time. Uh, it reminds me of a, a guy I used to work with uh, at my, my last place of work, and he had a, a Vauxhall Mocha. And he said to me, I wash sorry, my car. Sorry about that. <laughs> well, I've got another story to tell you after. Um, he had a Mocha, and he said uh, it was a lovely car. He was talking to me about the detailing thing because he found out I had my channel and things. And he, he said, what do you recommend? What do you think about things like uh, Autoglim Super Resin Polish? I said, it's a great product. The trouble is it's not permanent or, or that kind of thing. You know, it's not a long lasting product. So they recommend reapplying it three to four times a year. And he said, well, I do that. He says, once every three months, I, I do that. So he says, I'll, I'll wash my car every weekend or every other weekend and when it comes to three months, I go out there and I polish it all by hand with super resin polish. And he says, it's always looking good. And I said, to be fair, um, your car is always looking immaculate. I'm really impressed with it. So anyway, he, he wanted to trade the car in, um, but he, he didn't like any of the cars that the dealers were, were offering. So he contacted We Buy Any Car and I thought, oh no, that's going to end in tears. Mm. They gave him a valuation for the car online and made an appointment for him to to go down and actually have it looked at by somebody and that usually that's the point where they come out with a clipboard and start marking you down for all the little blemishes yeah. and marks and dings and things so apparently the guy from we buy in a car came out looked at this guy's car and said i'm actually going to give you more money than we had estimated based on the information you'd given us because looking at the car right now it looks showroom fresh so he got more money than they had figured that they were going to be yeah, offering him quite often it? it it really did so mm. that that just that little bit of effort every other weekend washing your car every three months giving it a hand polish or something like that super resin polish and so many others out there that will do the same thing um and that paid off for him he got more money than than what they have would ever have thought of been being offering uh, this guy, I'm, I'm sure he was still low-balled for the price compared to maybe somewhere else. But he was delighted with the, the money he got with it. And then he went and bought himself a Citroen, which was worse, but never mind. Um, but he was really happy. He was delighted. The other thing I want to say, Paul, is <laughs> you're not going to be happy with this. A friend of ours, and I'm not going to say who, you can feel free to guess if you want, but I'm not going to say who it is. A friend of ours that we know that has something to do with the podcast regularly very regularly and that's the clue i'm going to give you has just bought an suv or as you like to call it stupid useless vehicle yes not steve no steve's already got an suv steve's got a volvo xc90 doesn't he oh no that's a proper or xc60 car. that's a proper car it's, it's a not weapon. a car it's an suv it's an suv <laughs> you just don't want to say it's a stupid useless vehicle because steve is the size of like the empire state building oh, i'd class that as a four by four as it's still size. an SUV. That's what it is. Uh, yeah, but there's SUVs, there's SUVs. Come on. <laughs> there's, 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 you know, the ones that drive to Morrison's um, and there's the ones that go to Sainsbury's and Asda's and they're just, oh, they're just driving me up the wall. They're so useless. And the, the actual servicing costs on SUVs is astronomical because they've got these stupid differentials in them and these dumb gearboxes and the money's always more for the gearbox oil than is the engine oil and then they have to charge you extra for tyres. They're just useless. Okay, well, anyway, it's not a big one. It's um, it's actually an electric SUV. Oh, 
Glory B. <laughs> it's oh. a it's a Peugeot E two thousand eight. Um, one of our friends has bought that. I think it's a lovely car. I mean, I love the two thousand eight. I think it's a good looking car. I don't care what you say. I know I can never have one because you'll never let me live it down. But um, I genuinely like the look of them. He he's bought this uh, this electric. SUV vehicle. He told me not to tell you, so that's why I'm not saying his name. <laughs> Go on, then. Go on. No, oh, well, no. no. No, I'm not saying it. I'm not I saying it. Is. I think I know. Who is it? Go on, tell me who you think it is. Is it Twin Turbo oh, no, Charles it's, Lama? It's not him. Oh, thank God. No, oh. no, it's not him. I actually I don't mop. know what cars. I think he's got some sort of Mercedes or something, I think, if I remember correctly. Mop my brow. Hang on. But, um, no, it is not. It's not Adrian. It's not Adrian. It's someone else. You, you're going to have to think about this for a while. Uh, it, it's it's going to be an out there one. If you guess it, I'll be very impressed. Um, Darren. Um, no, it's not Darren. No, oh. no. What's he's got a Dacia though? He got a free Dacia or something like that, or from someone. I don't know. Anyway, so yeah, there was that. Right. So the other part of maintenance. This is this is my story. Um, this is when you buy a car. If any of you out there right now listening to this are interested. Uh, at, at some point in changing your car, there is more to the maintenance than just the the aesthetics, the the visual aspect of it. Um, and this is something that uh, my father has recently learned at great cost. Um, so basically, Paul, when you bought your white Skoda mm. Rapid, um, yeah. how far down did you go to look at the car? Like, well, well, how we low spoke, to the ground did you go? Well, we spoke about this, didn't we? And um, as far as low is concerned, I did look underneath, I think, the rear, you know, but I didn't go underneath the chassis, you know. I didn't go in there with a screwdriver or go with my head torch on. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But I had a good look around the arches, looked at the wheels, mainly stone chip damage, looking for stuff like that. Had a good look around the door shuts, all the usual stuff, you know, the 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 obvious signs, but I don't know many people that want to go, yeah, go and put it on a ramp. Let's have a look. Let's check, let's check your bushes. Come on. No, <clears throat> and, and that's fair, and I wouldn't suggest that people do that, but what I would suggest is that if you have bought a car recently, perhaps you should take it somewhere to get it independently checked out. Mm, good the, idea. The reason for this is that my father, at the, uh, the beginning of December, uh, someone drove into the side of his car, a junction and uh, as you know when it's the the rear of the car the the back three quarter that's not a, a replaceable panel that's part of the shell and as is with almost every situation these days if it's not a replaceable panel nobody's going to do panel beating these days insurance companies will just write the car off if it's a if it's a panel damage like that if it's a front wing or a door usually that's cheaper and they can often get away with that they'll just replace the panel but being a part of the bodywork which is which comprises of the shell the main shell like your rear three quarter then you're pretty much guaranteed these days that your insurance company is just going to write the car off yeah which they duly did car was collected they said yeah 100% it's the other person's fault we're going to give you money and they gave him a good value for the Mercedes. If you remember, he had a big black uh, Mercedes estate, uh, E-Class yeah. estate, lovely yeah. car. So mm. he said to me, he said, ah, look, you know, there's been a couple of times that I've, I've been struggling in the snow with that car, being that it's rear-wheel drive, uh, even with all-season tires, I'm struggling a wee bit. Uh, I want to get myself a four-wheel drive again. 
I said, please don't get a Range Rover. He said, no, no, I'll get something a bit more civilized. So he spotted a Honda CRV. That was a 2010 CRV, so it's already 14 years old. But he used to have one years ago and he liked it, so he's got another one of these. Um, to look at the bodywork, you would think it was almost new. I mean, the bodywork is mint. It's in fabulous condition. Uh, and it's got a body kit on it, and it's got 19-inch wheels, and it really looks the part. It's really mm. a, a super looker. And the garage that sold it to him said, look, we actually know this car. We know the history of this car. We've sold it to the last three owners, and they've come back to us, and they've traded it in to, to get something else afterwards. So we know the history of this car, and we know it's a great car. Well, that's that's a great kind of recommendation for a little old man like my dad. So that was it. He said, yeah, I'll take it. So he yep. bought the car. Sold. Sold. Um, for more money, I should point out, than, than I think it was worth personally. But, you know, they were making a big deal about how the fact that it was in such good condition and decent mileage for its age, less than 100,000 for this age and things like that. So my, side, my dad said, yeah, fine, we'll have it. And then he said to me a wee while later, I am slightly worried about rot and rust underneath the car. It is 14 years old, after all. Um, I'd like to get it checked. And I said to him, right, there's a garage near us with a guy there that I really trust. Take it to him, ask him to put it up on the ramp and have a look. And he'll give you a no BS assessment of what the car is like underneath. So he did, and the guy came back to him, and now that this car had only just had a brand new MOT put on it before my dad bought it, and um, <clears throat> he was told there's no way that car should have passed its MOT because of the amount of rust and rot that was on the underside of the car. So my father had to basically fight it out with the dealership, uh, mm. with the, the car trader, and basically say, I, I either want my money back or you need to sort this, you need to resolve it some way. They didn't even believe him at the time, and they actually wanted the car back to put up on their ramp so they could have a look. And they came back out to him and said, look, we have to apologize. You're absolutely right. This isn't correct. Now, this is one of my issues is dealers that do their own MOTs on site. I just feel like that's a, a recipe for disaster. Someone is going to be chiseling the results somewhere, telling your MOT tester guy, look, do me a favor, just pass this car so I can get shot of it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I'm not saying that does happen everywhere, but no. there are unscrupulous people out there that will do things like that. So I felt like this was the situation. Anyway, they are going to be rectifying it. They're going to be booking it in. They're going to be ordering up some new work done to it. They're going to get some some welding done. They're going to get some new side skirts on it from Honda, things like that. They're going to fix it up properly good. and make sure he's kept right, which is good. So this is the thing. I was talking to him about corrosion. And he said to me, what can I use to help with this corrosion? And I, I immediately went back to thinking about built hammer. Now, I'm, this, this episode is not sponsored by Built Hamber, but I know we're coming back to them. A lot of people don't realize Built Hamber started in the field of corrosion and, and metal fatigue. This was, this was their bread and butter before they ever made car cleaning products. And if you go to their website, they have a whole section of their products, which are about uh, rust prevention, mm -hmm. uh, rust treatment... Yeah. Yeah. You know, all this kind of stuff. And they've got some incredibly impressive products. So I was suggesting to my dad that he maybe get some of these products from Built Hamber to help <clears throat> treat the, the underside of the car for the future. Um, and one of the ones I remember, uh, it was John from Forensic Detail, and he had posted a video about Atom Mac. Did you ever see that one? Uh, no. 
So Atom Mac is a, a product which you mix into water. You, you dilute it into water and you spray it with a pump sprayer or anything like that, or even, even maybe through a, a foamer even, um, everywhere that you've got metal. And it's migratory. So whatever is mixed into the water, when it gets sprayed onto metal parts, the active ingredients, they migrate into the metal and become kind of bonded, almost cross-linking like uh, ceramic coating does to, to clear coat. Um, it goes into the metal and helps to protect that metal from corrosion. If you've ever washed your car and then you come back afterwards and you find that your brake discs have all gone orange. Oh, that's, I all the yeah, that's yeah. rust. That's surface yeah. rust, right? Yeah. If you treat your brake discs with Atom Mac, rinse them off and walk away, you'll come back and the discs won't turn orange. Yeah, I should get some of that, really. You should get some of that. I should it's, get some of it. And there is a good reason for it as well. And yeah. it is a very good reason for this. And it's not just for the vanity and think, oh, this goes on, make me this looks good. The first thing a customer does when they get in the car, drive down the road, what are they going to do? Brake. Yeah, and they're going to hear you it. Yeah, and also, <laughs> yep, and you've just cleaned their lovely silver alloys. You know, you've got all that process. <laughs> you've just you've, knocked all that rust yeah, dust onto the wheels. Yeah, because you've gone through all that process. I mean, I'm answering my own question here, like an idiot. Um, because you've gone <laughs> all that process doing, you know, fallout remover, tar spot removal, you know, deep cleaning, you've got near EZ brushes, your wheel woolies, you name it. And in the first corner, bend, whatever, junction, I've just chucked two ton of rust all back over them. So, yeah. yeah, I can see where they're going with that one. So, yeah, it's um, definitely preventative. On the subject of MOTs, my Skoda was recently MOT'd. I had four new tyres put on it. I've got some decent rubber on there now. And I had a couple of advisories. And this is what puzzles me about with your father's vehicle. Mm -hmm. Why didn't they pick up on things like... You've got some uh, rust accumulation coming. It's you know in the floor pans. It's in the seals. Why uh, did it not pick up? This I'll tell you why they didn't pick up on it. Go on they in. they cheated. So uh, the mm. MOT previous to that. The nice thing about MOTs is that you can look back on the history of MOTs online. Yes, you can. Uh, yeah. I have an app on my phone which allows me to basically just type in a car's registration and it'll show me all the MOT history and it'll show me the tax and all that kind of stuff. It's really really useful. Um, so basically on the previous MOT to that, there was all these advisories stating there's surface rust here, there's there's corrosion here, blah, blah, blah. What they had done in between times is basically gone over it with a wire brush, knocked off all the surface rust and then painted over it. And by painting over it, well, now the rust isn't visible, is it? So if it's not visible, it's not there. It doesn't exist. And therefore, yeah. that's it. There was no rust to, to talk about, except... When it was put up on the ramp at the local garage here, they said that the paint was flaking off because the metal underneath was just rusting and, and it mm. was just falling yeah, off. Yeah. So they didn't treat the metal properly. They just covered it over. This is what you've got to watch out for with things like this. So you've got to make sure things are... Or you can use other products. There's wax oil and there's... Um, uh, I can't remember. That's a Lana, Lana something. I can't remember. Um, it's kind of a lanolin-based product. Um, you know, there's all these products you can buy to spray onto your vehicle, which will help to uh, prevent the rust from forming or to, to keep my, it at bay my, and things my, like that. Yeah, my son's BMW has been wax oiled. Um, there's, yeah. uh, there's the bungs in the doors, and what you do is you pump it into the door skins so the doors can't rust. Yeah, um, yeah. And there's, there's certain areas of BMW you can do, um, preventative. 
Um, but it is quite sad that they've, you know, your dad being elderly, that they've kind of like thought they could get one over him. But it's, you know, it's dangerous as well. You it know? is dangerous. I mean, the, the rigidity of the vehicle, you know, it's all integral to part of the chassis. Um, this isn't just about the cosmetic side of things, you know. And, and sadly, that not just cars with body kits. I remember seeing an episode, I think it was Car SOS, and they rescued a Sapphire Cosworth, and they took the kit off, and it was just like a tea bag underneath. Yeah, you know that that had been hiding a, a multitude of sins. But well, I'm glad. Do you know what? I, you I'm, mentioned I'm sort out. You mentioned Car SOS. Remember mm. that guy Fuzz is on Car SOS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd love to get him on the podcast. Yeah, we should do. Yeah. If anybody knows how to get reach out to him or knows like I, I don't know if he's on Instagram or anything like that but if he is we need to go and check this out I'd like to get him on Instagram because I onto the podcast because I think he'd be very interesting to talk to about this kind of situation because he's he's dealt with the, the mechanicals and the um you know the, the physical um you know f- visual aspects of the cars as well I think he'd be a very very interesting guest to have on um anyway yeah no there was a there was a guy on YouTube I watched um that he was using built hamper products. He's got, I can't remember his channel, but he had a, an old, I think it was an old Alfa Romeo and he was, you know, they're, they're pretty notorious for rusting. Cool, and <laughs> he, he was What's using Metro? one of the built hamper sprayable sort of, wa- I think it's called Dynax. Uh, it's a spray wax, like wax oil and things like that in a spray can. And it comes with a big, you know how WD-40 comes with a straw? Well, mm. the yeah. Dynax comes with like a long flexible straw with a, really? a tip at the end that basically sprays out the product in 360 degrees. So he was shoving that down into like door skins and, and you know, into like chassis rails and things like that onto the inside and spraying as he was pulling the the, string, the straw outwards so that he was coating all the insides of the metal and everything. It's a really, really good idea. I mean, that's maybe going a bit over the top for some people, mm, but... Yeah. If you've got a car that you know is is something that could cause issues with rust, things like that, and you want to keep it for a long time. I mean, if I got myself a classic Capri, you know, you know me and Capris, I would love one. I would be doing that. I would be renting time on a ramp from someone so that I could get underneath it and really treat it and rust prevent it as much as possible because it's a it's a hell of an investment that thing i just thought it was interesting stuff there for any of you who've got older cars here and you're worried about these kind of things if you're buying an older car make sure you're checking the underside it's just as important to check that as it is to stay on top of the outside of the car and even the inside in the interior um, because it can save you money in the long run and it can save you a lot of headaches and hassle um mm. Anyway, if anybody wants to apply for a position of a podcast co-host at Waxstock, please email <laughs> speckyandpaultalkdetailing at gmail.com. Put the subject in as we hate the fact that Paul's not going to podcast, uh, to podcast, uh, to Waxstock. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I want to have a shotty on the microphone. <laughs> um, I will be holding my own personal interviews uh, for the females. Um <laughs> who want to apply um, and obviously favours will be taken into consideration wait why do you, why do you get that and I don't why do you get to do that have you, why have you just decided that that's you get it and not me I, I just thought I'd put it out there you know <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I'm taller than you <laughs> exactly at, you're taller I, okay. I run out of excuses <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm, I'm very, very sorry about not going, guys. I really am. But there will be next year, I promise you. I will make sure my holidays uh, line up with the stars. In other words, they line up with the same dates yeah, that Wax Talk is released. They better. I'll tell you something, though. I've already had a bunch of offers from people. Who... I bet you have. <laughs> I've had offers. I've had literally... I think Adrian and Steve and Darren have all basically said to me, it's a shame Paul's not going. If you need someone to man the microphone, just let me know. <laughs> yeah, it, it, in all seriousness, it does It does need someone of a certain stature and someone who's of decent personality because you've got to think on your feet. Um, if you can do that, by all means, write in, email. Um, you've, got to be fairly, you've got to be fairly quick and um, not the size of a hobbit, obviously. Um, which is where um, my co-host has issues with. Um, Listen, the, the the only reason this podcast works is because I know the tech behind it. So don't do. use my do. size and 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 negate my my abilities or my contributions to this because. I know at least what the hell I'm doing. Okay, I might not be able to see over the steering wheel, but at least I know how to make a bloody podcast. All right. Also, I can barely hear you because that curtain's in the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's Shut good up. to be back it's i love it back. it's great thanks everybody for listening in um if you've enjoyed this episode please get in touch with us drop us a message on the uh, aforementioned email address or you can get in touch with us on our socials if you want to support the podcast uh, it's for free here but if you want to support us you can go to patreon.com slash specky and paul talk detailing and you can help us along financially and that keeps the lights on and helps us carry on and do more things we're going to be reaching out to more people for interesting guests this year there are a few people already on the list we're going to be reaching out and uh yeah if there's anyone else that you think would be a good fit for the podcast again feel free to get in touch and suggest anybody if you've got any suggestions or questions or anything like that about topics or anything like that please do get in touch with us this is all about the community it's all about giving something back to you guys as you give things to us so uh, we really appreciate it thank you for hanging on for so long over the christmas and new year period uh, we're sorry it took a little bit longer to get back on here but we're back like we said with a bang and um yeah we're looking forward to the rest of uh, 2024 apart from Waxstock, when paul won't be here because he's far too aloof yes um just before we go <laughs> just before we go i will leave you with this story which i actually heard today when go i was on. doing my car remember jamie the postman the famous postman the, who does exist by the way the, uh, the yes the, the supposed funny postman yes well, he is quite funny because he told me something. You funny said he today. left. You said there was a female that turned up. Oh no, she was a fill-in. Um, oh, beg I, your pardon. Yeah, I, I would love to have filled in myself. But, uh, <laughs> apparently, that's illegal. Um, anyway, <laughs> I was in a fright. That's because anyway. she saw you first. <laughs> well, she saw something. That's, that's <laughs> anyway, so Jamie comes along today, and we we were talking about going out, and uh, there's a, there's a place on Mersey Island called the British Legion Club. You know, lots of places have these. You know, it's where the old retired services go. Yep. It's we very, have a British Legion cheap. here. Yep. yep. You, you've got you know you can picture it. You know the mm-hmm. fake veneer, the horse brasses, whatever. Yeah, the the, the um, Lancaster Wait. bombers hanging from the ceiling. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah. Anyway, so he says to me, I told him I'd been to the British Legion uh, a few weeks ago to an 80s do, might have seen that on my Instagram, and um, he said, uh, well, it's a funny story, that. He said, because I went to um, to get my membership reimbursed or, you know, to, to change it up uh, for another year. Renewed, not reimbursed. Uh, that as well. Um, <laughs> renewed. And they said, oh, um, we thought you were dead. <laughs> so... See, it's a true story. So he he went, no, uh, clearly not. You know, 
<laughs> his hands going down like this. Clearly not. And they're like, okay, yeah, don't worry, leave it with us. We'll um, we'll sort your membership out. So weeks go. I thought we were going to say they're going to say, can you prove it? <laughs> yeah. And uh, he goes back in again, and they go, no, you're not a member. He goes, I think you're fine. I am. And they hang on a minute. So they got like this on the computer. I go, like this. Well, according to this, you're deceased. He's <laughs> like, once again, clearly not. So just a lesson to you out there. Please support your local British Legion or Women's Institute on the right night. Uh, <laughs> and also support your local pub because if you don't go, they'll just think you're dead. <laughs> there you go. That's the <laughs> moral of the story. Keep going or everyone's going to think you've, you've done one. <laughs> oh, and by the way, everyone is going to Wax Doc 2024. Don't listen to Specky. Don't listen to him. He says... He's not coming because he's dead, because I am still alive. Okay? Oh, oh, I wasn't going to say that, but now I am. If no, anyone comes up to me on the microphone, they're like, hey, where's Paul? I'm going to be like, oh, did, have, you, have you not heard? Oh, damn. Um, yeah, it was a welding accident. <laughs> he, he, <didn't, laughs> he was welding a switchblade and didn't realise that they hadn't closed the line, and he was hit by <laughs> an Intercity 125. <laughs> Oh, Intercity 125? No, is it not that anymore? How am I supposed to know? What have you been watching? What do you think the I am, a train the, nerd? The, the, age of, the, the, the age of the train with Jimmy Savile. <laughs> <laughs> no one, no one. One, one, two, five. Oh, my days. Let me get you a badge from me magic chair. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, let me take you into the toilet, show you me puppy. Oh, oh, that. Quick, right. oh, quick, quick. On that note, go. we're Let's getting out of here. Uh, we're leaving that one right there. Folks, thanks very much for listening. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the podcast. We will be back in two weeks' time with something far less crass and much more interesting. Uh, in the meantime, I've been Specky. Big Paul. <laughs> we'll catch you in the next episode. Take care. Love you lots. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh dear.